Are we recording? We are recording. Are you sure? Yeah. We're going to look. The light is on. Okay. Go ahead. You just... God, every single time. Can you just get it right for once? Do there it. is an intro I to know, this I'm waiting. Podcast. Go ahead. Do it. I'm waiting. Nah, fam. You didn't say welcome to? You just did. The podcast. No, I didn't. <laughs> now it's out of order. That's fine. Okay. We'll fix it. Post. No, we won't. No, we won't. Okay. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. It's a... It's, um... It's Friday. It is Friday. We've been waiting since the beginning to talk about the topic that we're going to talk about today. So this is a big deal for me. Oh my God. It's a bigger deal for you. Wow. It's very exciting. Is it? Yeah. I mean, we, is it though? Yeah, it is. So let's, All right, well. let's get on with the topic so that okay. we keep, get people off the edge of their seats. But today we're going to talk about your coming your of age. Your transition to high school from middle your school. Your coming of age in Bonn, Germany. Bonn. Because you lived there for how many years? Uh, oh, like a year and a half straight. And then I went back. Um, for what, how old were you when you moved there? A junior in high school. Okay. Like January of my junior year. I left. So you Brighton. turned 18 there, right? Yes. Okay. So yeah, you came of age there. Yes. Yes, I did, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, yeah, where do you want to start? You you just started. It, uh, just the whole, yeah. You, we all know I'm not you, a storyteller, so I don't think it's a good idea just to leave this as an open-ended and have me uh, start rambling here. Do we all know that? Maybe others should judge. Mm, Go that's ahead, true. start your story. That's true. I guarantee everybody within two minutes. I will be told I'm not a storyteller. No, they're gonna, no, they don't, they're they're gonna think. I don't think so. Okay. Well, when I was a junior in high school, my dad worked for Ford Motor Company, and he got an opportunity. They were doing, um, from my knowledge, they were doing a bunch of cross, not cross training, but. Uh, trying to get their different, their European division and their U.S. division more in sync and in alignment on their operations. So they swapped. Do you know this? Have you spoken to the president of Ford Motor Company? That's what I say from my knowledge. Okay. Not direct knowledge. My (laughs) indirect knowledge. So they, um, yeah, there were a number of um, employees from all over Europe. Uh, I know a lot. I know some from England that came over. Um, and moved over here temporarily and worked for Ford over here. And then my family was one that transferred over to Germany. And my dad did a stint over there. So I went to high school and finished high school. Did you start your junior year over there or was it in the middle? I already talked about I'm sorry. January. January. Okay, so you... So yeah, it was halfway through the year. I don't know... How did you feel about leaving... Your hometown. I was excited. You were excited? I was. I was at a point where, you know, sometimes you just need a fresh start. What was There's nothing wrong oh, with where I was. Oh, were you like failing? Did no. you get heavy into the drug scene? Yeah, I was yeah, I was strung out. I was... Uh, I could see that about you. Popping pills, staying up all night, partying. I could see that about you. No, it wasn't. <laughs> you cannot. <laughs> Don't even say that. 
That was not my story. That I was think. the real motivation by the family uproot. They were like, we got to do something no, for that Jim. Was, he needs a different environment. Yeah, I was hoping to get into that scene. Do you think that, all kidding aside, that there is a chance that maybe there was this thought that you needed a change in your environment, so this entire decision was based around you? No. <laughs> not, not even a little bit. Okay. I was doing fine. I think I just felt... Uh, I was... I mean... It was fine. I just felt bored. And you so were bored. for me, like bored of what? Like all the girls, like oh, I pining mean, after I, you. I the same girls over and over and they over. Were they were getting boring. It was just getting boring. I'm I like, how many that. times can I say no, thank you? I could see that. <laughs> you mean how many times could happened. you hear no, thank you? <laughs> <laughs> that would that would require me to actually ask them out, you which I bored. didn't do. So yeah. there was. <laughs> You got bored of, of the that. rejections. All of the rejections. <laughs> All of the nonverbal rejections. You don't look at me. What did you leave behind? We're going to go real slow here because um, we don't want to miss any Because we got deets. like an hour to fill. What not. did you leave behind in Brighton? What, what, what extracurriculars were you abandoning? Uh, the extracurriculars that I was involved in, I played tennis. Mm -hmm. That was my... It was what I was passionate about. I did love tennis. Passion. Passion. It's a word you don't hear very often from me. I've asked you multiple times and I know. And this wow, we've identified something. Yeah. I actually okay. was I was talking about this last night a little bit about, you know, high school sports and stuff and it's uh yeah, somebody else uh that I was with last night also played tennis in high okay. school. So okay. I think we should play. Even though I haven't played in like twenty years, really. I mean on and off, just like mm -hmm. hitting the ball with you mm -hmm. and the kids. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was in tennis. I played tennis. I really liked tennis. I was pretty decent at it. Yeah. Um, there was We've pretty good, about that. I know, pretty good competition in Brighton, but, mm -hmm. um, and then I was in band too. I didn't really. What did you do in band? I played, I was Let's in drum Let's tell line. everybody about that. I was in the drum line. You I played snare drum. Very proud of that. That's one of the first things you told me when I met you. I had to get it out there. <laughs> You were, in case you stumbled across it. No, yeah, you were. Bad. No, you were actually like. No, I was. Okay. You were like bragging about it. Like I, I, I was in the drum line, though. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I was bragging about it. I was just saying that I was in the drum line and marching band. And yeah, you were bragging about it. Okay. I just, I just want to set the record straight on that. Okay. It's it fine. Was, it You're minimizing great. it now. It's okay it to brag great. about it. You should brag about it. Yeah. You're minimizing it in this conversation. You're acting like tennis was the thing. When I met you, I think it was, I didn't even hear about tennis for quite mm, some time. I don't know about that. Okay. I don't know about, anyway. So, but I mean, tennis was my number one band. I had my sister was in marching band and then I was in marching band and it was one of those things. It's like, I don't know. It was. You're really downplaying it right now. I am downplaying it right now. I, I, You're just, I had friends in band and stuff, but other than that, like I didn't, I don't know. I just. Okay. Like. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna get stuck on this. But right. like, you definitely were, have been proud of that experience and the site. You're marching 200. I would hear well, about. I like, was. Yeah. You I, were all about like okay. bragging about it. And then here's what here's, uh, here's me and my sarcastic. My sar sar What did sartastic. I just say? Here's my me story and my it. sardonic humor. Just wanted to just you know make fun of you for yeah, that. So this so is, now you're downplaying it. No, I think this is where this. I think uh, for me, and maybe back then your memory is better than mine, but. When you say something that, you know, um, is sarcastic or, or, or 
sardonic, whatever, or a little bit, I feel mean spirited or make, you know, picking uh, at mm-hmm. me a little bit. Mm-hmm. I get defensive. And yeah. so I think that was a lot of that came from like, hey, no, it was actually pretty cool. Yeah, it, it was, was like when you made fun of me for being a Catholic. You're no oh saint over there, buddy. I'm not. I'm just All right, let's move you. on. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> Which I was born and raised Catholic, so let's be clear on that. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, so let's see. You left so anyway, marching band and yeah, you left tennis. And tennis. And you were excited to go because yes. you were ready for a new start. You were bored with the girls. What else? <laughs> I, um, yeah, I just, I, I grew up in Brighton all my life. I was born and raised there and I think I just wanted a change of scenery. I just wanted something else. I just kind of felt like, I mean, I was doing fine in school, everything. There was nothing wrong with it. I just kind of felt like I wanted to, I wanted a change of scenery, you know, it's getting mm-hmm. a little, uh, antsy and just kind of feeling like maybe I didn't quite have my, my, the vibe, the click I want. Like I just. So what were your hopes going over there? Like what were you excited about? Um, that's a good question. I, you know, I really, the girls, the girls, definitely the girls. Yes. Yeah. Of course the you French are. French women. And, no, I think just the reset in being able to, uh, girls. Come girls on. Are, you're an adolescent always, boy. Yeah, you're not going to tell me that that wasn't your number one excitement. Oh my God. I might actually get a well, girlfriend over here. Uh, may, that, I'm sure that was part of I mean, of that would have been anybody's, yeah. I think, if you're going to be honest and human right now yes i'm sure that was part of it what i'm saying was a whole kind of this thought that maybe it's a chance to reinvent myself a little bit and and be who i am oh reinvent yourself yeah so you weren't you don't feel like you were who you were or do you feel like you wanted to be somebody you weren't that's the question i feel like i in a lot of ways held back maybe who i was okay that makes sense and so maybe going to this new place you are going to feel more free to be you they wouldn't know where I came from, really, who I was. And so it would give me an opportunity to be who I wanted to be. Yeah. Do you think, like, who that is? I just, more outgoing. More outgoing? Yeah. That that was the big thing, was just okay. to be more outgoing. And okay. I mean, that's over the years, that comes and goes. Yeah. Just depends on where I'm at, who the crowd is. And so you tell know. us, you got there, what was it like? What did you, what were you thinking? Um, it was very different. So it was. Do you remember like some of your first thoughts, even just stepping off the plane or getting to your new home? I don't remember that. We had our house was probably 20 minutes away from where our school was, maybe, I don't know, maybe 25 minutes. And it was in a just a neighbor, a German neighborhood in the middle of a small German town called St. Augustine. Very small. And so there was like nobody around, like nobody that I went to school with lived anywhere near us. So, oh. Bon American High School, mm-hmm. school was a combination of middle school and element or middle school and high school. There were so I like think, six through 12. six through twelve, and so probably two hundred and some students between can I ask six a through twelve. Dumb question, really quick. Yeah. So, does Germany in general have K through twelve, like we do over here? I believe so. The school you went to did for sure. Yes, or at there, least there was whatever. an elementary school. So this right. is yeah. Okay. So where the school was was in an American community. So at the time when I was over there, the embassy was not in Berlin. The embassy was in Bonn, Germany, along with all of the other embassies. So the school I went to was called Bonn American High School, but there were kids from 70 different countries at that school of 250 mm-hmm, kids. Mm-hmm. A lot of them were embassy, um, people that worked at the embassies, children, the different um, 
you know. The Why was it named Bon American? Did you? Did I don't know because I th- I could be wrong in this, but I I'm. I think after for at least a while, I think it became, or maybe it is now, Bonn International School. There was an international school that was somewhat close, if I recall. But, but, but was, why American? So it was actually, it was in an American community. Okay. So you had to, like, when we went to school, there was a little, you know, toll booth. Mm-hmm. And when we would pull in, we had a bus driver that came and picked us up in a van. He would pick us up, and then he would pick another Ford family up. That lived over by like the Israeli embassy and some other embassies so you over were, there. Like, locked into the school. Um, I don't remember if we were locked into the school, but so we would pull up to. I mean, the, like the campus or whatever. I mean, it, it was you could walk into it from anywhere, but in order oh. to drive into it. Oh, okay. Yeah, they you'd stop. They'd have their little stick with the mirror on it, and they'd walk around the car and look underneath the car every day okay. when you come in there. Okay. Um, so, okay, so. Tell us a little bit, though. I want to back up. I'm yep. sorry. I, I distracted you, I think. You were telling us. I wanted to hear a little bit more about your thoughts of first getting there. You started with school, so that must be your sort of first. Well, yeah, I don't. You, I asked you what it, you thought yeah. your thoughts were about your maybe getting off the airplane or seeing your new home for the I first time. Remember. I don't remember any of that. Do you, okay. I remember I liked the house. It was kind of like. Do you remember like walking in and being like, this is cool? Or? Yeah, I think I thought it was cool. It was kind of. Uh, a little bit retro looking. I mean, very like European, but it was it was a cool house. It was like clean and we actually yeah. Well, there was a um, it was a duplex and there was a woman that had like the front portion of the house, which mm-hmm. is a smaller portion than our. <clears throat> we had a uh, like a single car garage and then our house and it was three stories. Um, and I just remember thinking it was when you grow up in the same house from when you're born mm-hmm. up until that point in high school and we had five of us mm-hmm. in a you know three bedroom bath and a half house. Mm-hmm. And then we went into this house, which was totally different, mm-hmm. you know, colors very European and mm-hmm. just everything about it was very different. Um, you had never it was been just to really Europe cool. bef- prior no. to that, correct? No. And this all happened quickly. And you, okay. And you, you went there with only one sister because oh, the other sister you know wasn't what? there, right? The other um, sister had already graduated right, high correct. school. Correct. Okay, it was in college. I'm forgetting a step here. So okay. when we moved over there, we <clears> didn't have a house yet. Okay. So we moved into, I can't remember the name of it, but it was like a bed and breakfast type hotel. Okay. I remember Heikent and Andreas where the, they ran it, husband and wife that okay. were in charge of it. And it was just had a few rooms. So we started out there. I don't remember how long we were there for, if it was a couple weeks or a few weeks before. I think my parents had gone over before and were looking at houses, but I don't think the house was either available or ready or maybe our, our stuff wasn't there yet. That's what it was. So okay. the stuff had to get shipped over there. And okay. so we had to wait for our stuff to get there before we could move into the house. When your parents went over... You stayed in. You stayed here, and stayed home alone. I don't remember if I stayed home alone. Pro- I don't. Yeah, did I don't you have remember. a party? <laughs> no, I did. I did. I did. I did not. Because so, I know before we left, we had rented our house out too. Actually, I believe it was another Ford family from England that came over. They were renting oh, our house. Okay. We moved into a, a hotel for a couple nights, I think. In That's really January interesting. In Novi. I'm sorry. Hold on. Uh, you had another family come into your home and live there while you were gone. And like, yeah. I would imagine that meant that you had to pretty much empty out all of your belongings. Well, they came and packed it. They That's took all of our stuff over there and then we bought So all of your belongings stuff. went over to Germany? Now I'm trying to remember. Like what? furniture and everything? And that probably stayed okay, for the other so, people. Um, you don't, if you don't know, you don't know. I don't know, but I know we, <clears> bought, a, we bought a ton of new furniture over there. So I'm okay. trying to remember if we had, I know we had, I think, think we had some furniture from over here over there i don't okay. remember exactly what but then we did yeah we went uh, 
like for because they don't have closets and stuff. So we mm-hmm. went and got like bedroom furniture and all that stuff. Okay. I remember getting all of that stuff new. So you got off track again. Yeah. You stayed in a bed and breakfast for a little bit. You're not sure how long. Right. You really liked your new house. You thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you were on board with this move. You were excited about it. Mm-hmm. I assume everybody was excited about it. I mean, I guess you don't need to share that. So. Yeah, I don't know. I um, think so. And then you were telling me about your first day of school. I want to hear about that. Remember my first day of school, my junior year in high school? I don't have the memory you do. You don't remember the first day of second semester in junior year at Bonn, Germany High School. Anybody would remember that. You're seriously saying no right now? You don't remember walking into a new situation for the first time in a foreign country. You have no recollection of that. I remember the gist of it. I don't remember anything specifically about it. I remember, obviously, it was a smaller school. It was, you know, there were a couple, like, trailers in the middle of it, and then uh, it's a small school. Yeah, there were classes <laughs> you're, in you're those trailers. You're giving me the structural... <laughs> the structural layout, of, layout the school. of the school. And I'm wondering about the feels that I, were inside the, the your feels, body. The feels were, <laughs> um, I think, very much like, oh, shit, what do I do now? Okay. Because what I wanted to do was to go and, and kind of redefine myself a little bit. And then you get to that point where now it's time to do it. And I'm nervous. So, and I'm, you know. So, okay. Well, you let's back up a little bit, though. You get to school the first day. I, I understand you have no recollection of this, but let's just work with something here. Mm-hmm. You show up to school the first day. Do you at least remember, like, what the first classroom was like? Like, was there... Was it were all the juniors in one class together? Were there multiple classrooms? Like how many no, kids were, were in your grade? Twenty uh, some. So you were in our probably grade. all together in the same class all day long, taking the same schedule. No, no, okay. that's the whole thing. It was no, it was not. I mean, they had. I don't, I'm trying to remember if we had AP classes. We had IB, which is international baccalaureate classes, which is like the equivalent. So you had classes. What were the so, grade levels of everyone? You could. What were you like? Anyone from nine through twelve in any of your classes? Uh, I, I think so. Okay. I mean, I could be wrong on that, but I believe that was Did you find yourself case, so. hitting on a lot of freshmen at that time? Uh, seventh graders. Okay. You, You're so fucking weird. No, that's weird. You just took it to a weird level. <laughs> you didn't even have any classes with seventh graders. It's not even How a possible you know? scenario. Maybe I did. You just, I just asked you. <laughs> you said nine through 12. Yeah, no, it was, but the school was small. And so it was like, there was like a courtyard and there was like a little snack bar out there. So everybody, comb, like there was no lunchroom, cafeteria or anything like that. So you just like, everybody kind of commingled and then ate together. Where, where'd you get your, that places. was my next question there was no cafeteria so you right. packed a lunch every day you either packed a lunch or the little snack stand outside i think they had i want to say they had hot dogs and stuff like that and like some food okay um and it was student i believe the student run um and then yeah you would just like sit in the hallway and the couch in the hallway and eat or on the floor so or in the you, courtyard outside or you know in the do uh, you remember, library do you remember Give me, if you could try, can you give us one earliest <laughs> memory over there? <laughs> yeah, so I... With I might, another human. I might be totally fucking this up. I, I, And people were nice, but I was trying to find, like, who do you who do you click with? You know, who are the people I want to click with? Mm-hmm. Um, remember, and I don't know if this is the first day, but, like, sitting on a couch in the hallway and feeling like, okay, I'm just going to sit here and eat my lunch and... I, um, 
I think I, my friend okay. Christine, I, I could be totally messing this up, but I think she was there and it was like a little bit of conversation. Wait, back up. You're, who's Christine? She Is she somebody that you knew? You're like, I think my friend Christine well, was there. I became, so you had friends, a... I became friends with this person. Okay. I'm just saying, so I was trying to... So somebody you know, may have approached you Yeah, or at least day. just maybe they're sitting there and, and so talking. I okay. do remember... So, and I, again, I might be messing that up. I remember kind of feeling out of place and going to the library and there were some kids in there playing like magic or Dungeons and Dragons or whatever game they were playing and, okay. and feeling like, well, maybe I'll sit with these guys. I don't have any interest in doing that, but like, I don't know, you know, maybe I'll be more accepted by who can, I, who's going to accept me into. So you, you definitely know, were in a situation circle. where it doesn't seem like many people were approaching you and introducing themselves. Like you had to go seek out yeah interaction in a way but i also think that it was i think that people were nice and might approach but at the same time you know there has to be a two-way conversation there and i yeah. think that that's where i'd freeze up a little bit yeah. and maybe try to be nice back but also not but did you have your sister yeah she was there so you guys could hang you guys could rely on each other yeah i don't know if we did you have to ask her how many but... <laughs> grades apart were you two or one two right uh two two or three 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 right Three? I think three. Oh, yeah, because she's two years younger than me. Okay. Yeah. So, because I graduated, I entered, I, yeah, I have a fall yeah. birthday. So, okay. So, um, but she was, so if you were a junior, was she in the same school? Yeah, every, yeah everybody was in the same school. So, yes. Because you, oh, yeah, sorry. You said it was middle, middle school, school through. And high okay. school were all in the same school. Okay. So, you would have seen her and like. Yeah. Um, did you guys, so then all grades had lunch together? Yeah, I don't remember if there were. I I think it was just one lunch. I could be wrong. But and I like, think how it many was, students? Like, I think there was around two fifty total. Okay. Somewhere I might be maybe it's maybe less than that. I think we had twenty. I want to say we had between twenty five and thirty in my graduating class. Okay. Well, I could definitely see though if you're all kind of together, how a new person doesn't necessarily totally stand out. Especially since right. it's such a like a transient student population. Well, anyways. there's kids from seventy different countries, so a yeah. lot of it and they're is coming and going all the time. Coming and going, and there's some that are obviously going to naturally group together based on you know, um, you know, they're from the same place. They've got their yeah. parents are probably friends. What group did you but, want to approach that you didn't? I think that I think that was the difficulty was kind of identifying groups. Mm. What I learned after a while was. There were still groups. There's definitely, you know, the the jocks, the you know, the mm-hmm. the nerds, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. The difference was because it was such a small school, they all commingled and they all, at certain points, hung out. Mm-hmm. If there was a party, or we went, since we were allowed. I was 16. Mm-hmm. I was one of the few people that had my license, so you could use your American driver's license over there. Yeah. Okay. So I could either drive or a lot of times you know we'd take a taxi or whatever and we'd go downtown on you know and we'd how far away was weekend. that from you um i don't think it was more than a couple miles from our house it was kind of far oh but. so how far away was your house from most of your friends houses and were they all kind of populated together were you like the only yeah. outlier so most of the kids that went to school there the american kids lived they i mean they lived right there so they'd walk there um, okay. to school. It How was on the river because they know? their fa- their parents were uh, worked for the embassy okay. or were teachers at the schools or in the you know in the okay. system. Basically, they worked for the government. Okay. Um, so the other Ford families were they were you close to any of them? No. When, and were they close to each other? Um, no, not really. Okay. It just uh, there might have been some, but for the most part, the th- the four that I can think of, well, five. 
that I can think of were not like anywhere really close to each other. They were all kind of scattered. Um, okay. So what did you, so what did you, and what else do you want us to know then about this initial transition in? I think that, well, what it told me a lot about myself, what I've learned over time is that it's all about me and how I approach a situation and how, or anybody, how you put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to, I think within the first two weeks to a month, it was very much like you start, you know, getting close to people and people start talking to you and you kind of find like, okay, who do I really relate to? I had a couple um, friends that were just super outgoing, like crazy outgoing. And, you know, it, it, again, what, what is that saying that you, that you didn't make it up, but wherever you go, there you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, so I moved to Germany and I'm with this group of people and I mm-hmm. see these people and I'm like, why can't I be like that? Because mm-hmm. that's just not who I am. Because wherever you go, there wherever you are. Wherever you go, there you are. And so, <laughs> um, but ult- you know, ultimately formed a very close, tight group of friends. And it's like, honestly, it's my own fault when I left Brighton. Like, obviously we didn't have social media back then and stuff. And I've reconnected with a lot of those people on social media, but I don't interact with them much. And the ones that I probably interact with more are that group more than anybody mm-hmm. from the people that lived in Germany. Okay. And so, yeah, well, who do you, cause I mean, again, in that same vein of wherever you go, there you are. I think that's kind of your MO in life. You're not necessarily going to dive into social interactions with people or right real complicated conversations or, or whatever. Um, what do you think it is then that allowed you to draw closer to these people? Do you think it was sort of them bringing you in too? Like, was there something about this group of people that like nurtured that or no? I think it's more just the things you have in common. And so you have a common bond in some way, Um, you know, activities, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like I played when I moved over there, I ended up playing tennis um, mm-hmm. which we talked about. Mm-hmm. And I also played soccer. Wasn't great at it. We talked about that too. Mm-hmm. So Did they call it soccer over there? We did. And we had a football team too. They did play football. I didn't play football. They had, you know, we had basketball. Didn't play basketball. We had some good players. I mean, I don't know relative to, you know, a big school over here. But, um, you know, you're like a lot of those people do the same, like all of the activities and they're doing mm-hmm. all of the stuff. So you're mm-hmm. with the same people kind of all all the time. Mm-hmm. And so you naturally just gravitate toward people that, you know, personality wise mm-hmm. or, you know, same interests okay. and stuff like that. Um, so, I, th- I, you know, I think that's you. No matter what, you, you kind of seek that out. So the people that you became closest with, were they f- from all over the world? Were they from the U.S.? My closest friends were from the U.S. Um, they had one whose mom was German, dad was uh, American, in the military. Um, I think there were a couple that were, you know, American. One American parent and like a German parent. I'm trying to think of the other countries. That's uh, but my my closest my closest group. Um, one was Florida. One was. Uh, Midwest, um, California, okay. spread out all over the place. Okay, so yeah, that's what I was making. Yeah, that's what I was trying like to... my one friend, his parents worked for Department of Defense. They were the teachers there, and so they mm-hmm. had lived in Japan. They had 
mm-hmm. traveled all over the place. Did they working. were they all in your same graduating class too? Um not all of them. Well, so, a lot of them, but not all of them. So did they like come back to the US after graduation? Yes. Those those ones did. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, it's interesting. There's I mean, so many of them are just all over the place uh, mm-hmm. ob- for obvious reasons, but not necessarily back to their you know, yeah. home country, but well, just... it is a small world because I was with you just this last year. Yeah, and there's one that lives here locally. Yes, and it's another Ford a... family that uh, yeah, and they so... had lived there way before we moved there. They had been there for a while. Yeah, have you? And I now I forget. We it was so nice talking to this person with you. Um, I forgot when was the last time you talked to them in person. Was it? Oh my god! Was uh, it in Germany? Yeah. I, oh, I, okay. I think it was over there. Okay, and. Um, yeah, he was, his brother was older, he was younger, and then he had older sisters too. But that was, they were the ones that we would go, our bus driver would pick us up and then drive yeah. to their house, pick yeah. them up. Um, yeah, which was so bizarre because we went biking in Kensington one time. Yes. Okay. So I'm, yeah, I'm really putting this into perspective now because I don't think it had registered to me that you hadn't seen him in almost 25 years. Yeah. And he recognized us with helmets on with bike from helmets Facebook. On. Yeah. But and I think it was LinkedIn actually that he like oh, sent me a okay. message and he was like, Hey, I think I saw you at Kensington and I'm like, oh, what? Uh-huh. That was Yeah. But he's one of those people that is incredibly social. Yeah. Always, you know, just has no problem talking to people. Yeah. You yeah. know, and he was just yeah. That that was, you know, <laughs> it yeah, was maybe. like, all right, doesn't matter who it is. He's got no <laughs> problem coming right up and talking. So it, it just that fascinates me is how our minds work differently. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's like and I'm going to this is going to be an offshoot here a little bit, but it's like meeting somebody professionally and then, you know, I've got somebody at work that you know, we go and meet with somebody that we've met with a number of times and mm-hmm. he's asking about, oh, how are your kids doing? How's mm-hmm. so-and-so and mm-hmm. so-and-so? And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, Jim, take notes, would you? I ya? know, it's embarrassing. Um, <laughs> it is, I'm like, I, need to, get, I need to get better at that. Well, okay, and, and I want to get back to Germany here, yeah. but it's just a part of this too is this introversion, extroversion situation. Um, and introversion is really about managing your internal world in the face of other other humans so Mm -hmm. some people don't have extroverted people aren't trying to manage their inner world they're fueling their inner world when they're interacting with other people so that's like it's very it feels good for them they're seeking that whereas an introvert is it's it's doing something to their inner world so it's depleting they need to go back and get their inner world in order so you're but i'm just wondering so it's a nervous it's all it's like a nervous system regulation thing but so when you think about this idea, though, introverts can also ask people personal questions and be curious mm-hmm. and pursue. Well, so this is I was what I wanted to add on to that was every personality test we've taken, mm-hmm. you know, when it defines introvert, extrovert, mm-hmm. I'm always like right at that cusp. I'm pretty mm-hmm. much 50 50. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just wonder if like being in that middle place where it's like almost like you're not sure what you are. You can go either way, but you're also not sure what you are. Like if that, mm-hmm. you know, impacts mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I find that if somebody approaches you, you can just go on all day long. But I don't know that I notice you necessarily seeking out conversation with people. I typically avoid approaching and engaging in conversation. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So here we are. I feel like I'm struggling to get good stuff out of you. Well, you're always always struggling to get good stuff out of me. It might just be me, but part of me is like, 
I feel like I'm just you I'm this. having to lead you. And yeah. then anytime I give you free range, like it just goes into the space <laughs> that's so boring and I start yawning and I'm like, bring it back. Maybe I'm the only one that feels that way though. Uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> there's probably there's probably two truths there. Okay. It's probably not just you, but also you've heard my stories many times and I think there's a big piece of that where you're like, I already, I already know most of the story. So for you to sit here and ask me questions and stuff and then not feel like you're well, getting more no, out of it. Because is, actually, you know, I've never really sat down and asked you pointed questions about this stuff. So I'm actually, the questions I'm asking you, I don't know all the, I, I actually, I don't know the answers to any of the questions I just asked you. Oh, well, I'm truly curious. Good. Okay. Not super satisfied with the <laughs> answers, but I don't remember is not Listen, a very satisfactory it, response. It fits in with everything else you know about me. So this should be no shock to you. You have like no memory. You don't hold on to memories. And that's not unique to you. People with your personality type, mm-hmm. they don't hold on to memory. Your brain's making space for other things. So whereas I, great memory. I it's fading with age, but everybody knows that about me. Your I, your memory is insanely accurate. People will say that all the time, except for one brother that I have. Anyway, <laughs> his <laughs> wife agrees. I have an amazing memory. Okay. Um, but so... I guess I am just really, it's such a big deal to like transit, like it was a very exciting for you. And even, so that's also a big deal to be able to go this every, I think, I don't know one high schooler that hasn't fantasized about going away and reinventing themselves in another I know. community. And you got to do that. I got to do it. And, and it was, so I finished, I, you know, when you, part of the issue is when you start someplace halfway through the year, that's a tough transition point. So mm-hmm, you're in definitely. you're in the middle of classes my junior year. I've got these teachers. You're halfway through the classes. You know, I take the exams. I move away, and then I start with uh, maybe equivalent classes of those, but totally different, completely different situation. And starting all over, it takes a little bit to like get into mm-hmm. the rhythm anyway. Mm-hmm. So, do you recall being like anxious about anything over there, doing that? I don't recall being anxious. I, uh, like I said, it, I was fascinated mm-hmm. and I absolutely loved it over there. What were you fascinated with? It was just so, it was so different on so many different levels, but I felt like how? I, well, <laughs> um, obviously school was one thing that was different, but I was more engaged because I was doing, you know, like I said, I was playing soccer, I was playing tennis. Um, you know, that stuff was kind of the same, but then we lived in this place, we lived in this little German town, you know, mm-hmm. I would, I had a bike. I think I got the bike before I went over there. So I ride my drink. bike around. I got, yeah, I got to drink. We got to go to the bar. I ride that, my bike all over the place. Do you think that that was a big difference in your ability to loosen up and engage socially? Of course. Yeah. I mean, I think I mean, pretty without much everybody. That, I wonder if it would have been different for you or no. Oh, without a doubt. We would go out to the bar on Friday night, go to the Irish pub, call it, and we would hang out and we would drink and socialize. People would have parties at their house and, you know, their apartment if they lived in the community and stuff. And we would party and we would drink and we would play cards and we would, I mean, we would do all the stuff that typically you'd, even if you drank over here in high school, you Mm -hmm. might go to like big bashes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But we would just go out on a Friday night or Saturday night and go drinking yeah you yeah it was legal it was legal yeah. so it's like you know it was we go out and drink and we mm-hmm. so it was more of like a college type experience on that front i mean i think that 
I don't know that I should admit this, but I'm pretty sure I drank every weekend. Oh, well, maybe. My senior you know. year, at least. And, I mean, I couldn't legally go to parties, but right. I was just actually at conferences recently for Christopher, who's shy like me, and he's a junior in high school, but he's a good boy, and knock on wood. And I, his teacher was asking him about, you know, He's so shy, and I'm and I, like him. My teachers used to say the same thing my parent to my parents at their conferences, and my parents would have the same response I gave Christopher's teacher, which was, "He's not like that at home." And he had said, "Well, yeah, I his you know his friends have actually told me that he's not like that around them either." He's like, "I just I would like to see that version of him in class," and I told this teacher, I said, "I yeah, I was the same way. It's frustrating." I said. It wasn't until I was introduced to alcohol that I finally opened up. I said, unfortunately, that's not an option for him. And he was like, yeah, yeah, that's not an option. But I just wonder, it's, it's a, you know, like you, uh, you find yourself in a situation where you're suddenly your guard is down around your peers. Mm -hmm. And then even if you never drink again around them, you're like, oh, wait, I did that. And I survived. Yeah. I was going to say, I think that once you have that experience and start doing that, and then you start you're able to be that person in front of them because you're around them all the time. Those are your closest friends. And so you don't yeah. have to drink to actually just be that person, it, you know? Yes, you just, exactly. You, you just start doing that. that and yes. Yeah. In normal life too. Correct. Right. So there was, there was a lot of, a lot of that. Mm-hmm. So the girl situation didn't really change much because I still didn't put myself out there and, you know, mm-hmm. go for that. So that wasn't, much different. Okay. <laughs> uh, just just so you know, you know, I don't want to spoil that too early, but Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but in general, yeah, putting myself out there and having more fun and I mean, when my um we started my senior year, I became class president and I don't know if anybody like ran against me. I don't remember how it worked exactly, but I was voted class president. So I mean, that just goes to show how small of a community it was. I was new mm-hmm. and within that short period of time everybody's so close and you meet friends and i don't remember if somebody said hey you should do this or what the situation was but i did it and i was a class president which doesn't mean anything but you know yeah i mean it's just you just kind of come together and okay so that how did that feel i don't know i mean it, it, you know how i am and that didn't really like mean anything i i think over here if you're at a big school and you're a class president like you feel like you have these responsibilities and you have this and you have that i remember going to the principal once or twice and like talking about something that we were like as students concerned about i don't what, remember were what you, it was were but you like, honored to be in that position i don't i don't even know if i or was did you honored. feel like it was the opposite situation where like you were the dope that got picked for it <laughs> maybe that was the case maybe i was the only one not in on the joke i, I, I don't, don't know i'm not saying that's the case but the way yeah. you're talking about it makes me feel like that's what you're saying No, what i'm just saying is when you when you're at a small school like that and everything's there's not there there aren't a lot of things that you mm-hmm. need to have a class you know mm-hmm. student body to really but you got to put it on your discuss your resumes yeah yeah that's really <laughs> helped me out um your CVs over that's my what they CVs, say over there. My CVs, yes. <laughs> Put it out to all my prospective uh, colleges and employers, class presidents. Uh-huh. So. Um, no, what I what I felt over there that I didn't feel over here was a sense of freedom. Um, I still had a lot of rules at home and stuff, but there were a lot. Of, like if we went out to the bar, we lived obviously way out of the way, and I probably could have taken 
the train home or something like that and then walk from the sub you know the train station but that would have been a disaster so i typically stayed at uh one of my friends houses and you know just went from there so you know my memory serves me correctly i did that a lot on the weekends stayed over there my um my one friend that lived in the american community they had like a, I think a three bedroom, like apartment there were one bedroom, two bedroom, three bedroom, just depends on who you were and what you got. But then downstairs they had like a separate bedroom, um, storage unit, bedroom, whatever that we could, I would stay in sometimes too. So it would okay. just depend, but like I could go in like my own space and I know a couple of times at least I stayed in there. Mostly I would stay up like in my friend's bedroom and crash on the floor, or, you know, whatever else. Wait, so. during the weekdays too, or just weekends? No, just the weekends. Okay. Maybe the weekdays. I don't remember. No, I think the weekends. I think the weekdays was pretty much bus in, bus out. and mm-hmm. You know. Okay. So, but we did a ton of traveling over there too. Who's we? My family. Okay. So we would always, I mean, you could drive. It's like going to Ohio or going to Indiana to go to another country. You know, I mean, it's like no big deal. Okay, four hours away. You're in France. You know, you're, uh, you could drive and you could be you know, in Austria or, I mean, obviously Italy is a little further away, but, you know, Denmark, I, it just, everything was pretty compact and close. So major cities in Germany, it's like, okay, you want to go to Munich? You want to go to Berlin? Uh, we traveled, I, I think I counted at one point in time, like 16 different countries. Um, but, you know, you've got Belgium and we went to Poland, we went to uh, Turkey you know, you just, really enjoyed those experiences. I did. You I, did. Well, we did a lot of bus tours when we did a lot of those experiences, which was probably we've talked about this too, which were probably great. But as a teenager, it's like I would sleep on the bus the whole time, put headphones in and go to sleep because it's like, okay, this is boring. But I do remember just it, which is I, I'm not a huge history. Obviously, I'm not a history buff <laughs> at all. <laughs> um. But everything about Europe does, I, I am fascinated with the, the architecture, the history, all of that. I just don't have the attention to like get bogged down in all the details, but. Maybe you should. I should. Maybe you would like it if you did it. I think, oh, I absolutely think I would. Yeah. And I'm at the age now where it's like, okay, I've got time I could fill. Maybe and you I could learn a little up. bit more about stories and meaning and yeah, things. That would probably be helpful for <laughs> our relationship as well. But um. No, just that traveling. It, it's like I have carried, you know, I've carried that through our relationship and everything. Like it's, I want to go back. I want to go do those, you know, share those experiences with the family, with you. Yeah. And what do you like about them? You like going out to eat and drinking alcohol? <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. First and foremost, everyone's like got to eat and everyone's got to drink. I feel like that's, I was, I'm joking here, but like also... Yeah, what do you like about when, when, what's your, the thing that you get most excited about when we do travel, I feel like is the food and drink experience. Um, that's, you know what, that's part of it. I also think in something that I probably don't share because I don't know enough about it, but the, the culture side of that is something that is intriguing to me and exposing the kids And Mm -hmm. even just being with you and experiencing the different cultures, whatever. I mean, and you're right. I'm not a big, I'm not a big person that wants to go to museums and like see all of the, you know, 
I want to I want to just see what's going on in that city. You don't want to even necessarily like read the history about the place that we're going to though either like you don't really are you interested in knowing the story of the place that we're visiting uh i will admit i'm interested but never seem to have the attention span to like yeah focus enough to do that yeah so it's kind of like oh there's a cool story here there's the okay all right let's go check it out yeah i'm much of the same way in fact we've been watching a lot of travel shows even through youtube Mm-hmm. on the places we're going this summer and i'm now interested in hindsight though it's you soak it up more because now i'm watching them on the places we've been and i'm like oh i wish i would have i want to go back there now and look at this mm-hmm. this place differently i'm much more in that place now than i have ever been okay and i'm i think it's just where i'm at in life that when we go this summer i don't want to spend you know we're going to go to this museum, this museum, this museum. You know, we're going to, obviously the big two cities we're going to are going to be Rome and Paris. There's so much to see. I hesitate to interrupt you, but I really want to get back to you coming of age oh. in Bonn, Germany. <laughs> okay. It's not much that <laughs> Yes, there is. We can go back. Tell okay. us more. You, 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 we transitioned to this because you started talking about traveling with your family while you were there, seeing the sites yes. around Europe. Um. Is there more that you want to add to that? Do you want to go back to some of your favorite experiences in the high school as a high school student? Like, what was your graduation like? I don't know. Um. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you know. I'm me. really trying to allow you to take the stage here. This is hard. I well, you know me. I don't want to take the stage. I do. I <laughs> you do. Have to. <laughs> I enjoy in my head reminiscing about the experience. But oh. you start asking me details about Oh, so about in your things, head. Tell us what's good in your head. I have this just cloud of... Pretty girls. Faces of pretty girls. That was cool. That was, that was cool. Faces of pretty girls. Of like, what are, pretty what's girls. the picture in your head, Jim? Help us out here. Um, Riding bikes. Riding bikes, Yeah. 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 So I um, you liked riding your bike a lot over there, right? I did. I did. That was another thing, you know. Over here, it's like there's you can go to trails and ride your bikes and stuff. But other than that, there's not a lot of places to ride your bikes. And over there, you can ride your bike like anywhere. Yeah. I mean, there's there's bike paths and sidewalk. I mean, no matter where you go. So I did ride my bike from my house to like one of my friends. I mean, it was far, but I remember doing that, and that was really cool. So the one thing was cool about where we were, like on where the school was and everything, was on the Rhine River. So it's like everything is right along there. Gigantic park next to basically where the school is. It just it, it turned into this big park. Okay. And they'd have festivals in the park and stuff. So like there were oh, okay. that's where I broke my thumb one year. Was, What's that? Okay. Just thinking about really quick. Don't worry, I'm not gonna divulge anything here, but I just remembered because yesterday when we were recording, we were joking about We didn't record yesterday. Oh, when last the last time okay. we recorded, okay. you're right. Um, I was joking about how I had asked you when we first started dating, like, "Tell me your deepest, darkest secrets," and you oh. were like, "I don't have one." WYSIWYG, what you get? What you did I get that right? WYSIWYG. Yeah, what you see is what you get. What you see is what you get. However, you eventually divulged supposedly a secret to me that you said you've never told anybody, yeah. and it had to do with bike rides in Germany. So I can't. I'm not going to divulge your secret. <laughs> However. <laughs> 
I just wanted yeah. to start full circle that, that was, uh, for everybody. <laughs> yeah, I don't but, even so know. But how often did you go on bike rides? Um, I I rode my bike quite a bit, um, and I rollerbladed too. But yeah, that we went one time, I, and I don't remember who the hell even went with it. It was a few friends, and I believe we went camping overnight somewhere. I again, I couldn't tell you like where we went wow okay by yourselves again that's my memory so (laughs) it's like i i could be totally rewriting this but no we went and i don't know where the hell we went in high school in high school okay i think we were in high school then i don't think it was when i went back um maybe i'm maybe i'm wrong on that it could be but anyway it was roughly you know it had to be probably like my after my senior year is my guess okay so yeah, we went bike riding someplace. I don't know who had a tent or how the hell we did it. I'm pretty sure we stayed at. I, again, my memory serves me correctly. I don't. I mean, it was a campground, I think. But okay. It, like, like I feel like it was a small place. I don't remember sleeping arrangements at all. But I, I feel like it was on some water, and we just sat there and like drank beer and hung out. You know. On some rocks by the water and just was that fun yeah i mean couldn't you have just done that in the local bar what was fun about that do you think i was just i'm just I thinking because you were in europe and it's not even yeah like, but when you i mean you go to the bar you go to the bar bar closes you go home mm-hmm. and to be out on your own not back at somebody's house okay just you're i mean mm-hmm. the experience of camping i know we're not big campers by any means we don't really do that yeah i'm not going to camp unless i'm going to really camp Right. I'm fundamentally against campers. I, I feel like you we camp, like, you camp in a tent. I feel like we had like a little heater and we, or maybe the, the campfire and we warmed up like hot dogs. And like, I, 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 okay. and I might just be inventing the story in my head. Well, that's... But I like, I, hopefully, maybe at some point somebody's like, I was with you and we did you, this. You, but... Do you remember who you were with in your head? Like, you don't need to name them here, but do you have an idea of who you think you were with? Um, at least a couple. Okay. I think. Um, yeah. But I feel like okay. there might have been a couple others. So I'm not, I'm not 100% sure on that. What about school dances? Did you guys have school dances over we there? We did. Yeah, we did. Like a prom? Like what? You homecoming? What did you guys have over yeah, there? Yeah, no, I think we had homecoming. Yeah, we had homecoming and prom. I I wanted to say we had like a Winterfest, um, Sadie Hawkins type dance. Okay. Um, so there was in the American community there was an American club, which was like a restaurant club. It was on the river, and um, so and then there was like. A gym with a pool in it that was all part of the whole complex and stuff. So, like homecoming and stuff, we had there um, at the American Club, and then I want to say for maybe like prom or something, we had that at another like hotel or something. But yeah, we could go out to dinner and drink and go to the dance. We weren't mm-hmm. allowed to have alcohol in the dance, okay? But we gotta have it outside in a cooler. I mean, was go was out drinking and, drink and driving and... a big problem yeah. over there? Well, none of my friends had driver's license. I was okay. the only one that had driver's license. So if I drove to some place, uh-huh. like there were, I do remember one time that I parked. Okay, so without incriminating yourself, yeah. what was like? What was the um, like? How was that policed over there? Were people regularly like? It's a it's a bigger it was back then it was a bigger deal than it was over here. 
Okay. Like drunk driving, they don't. That's the thing. They are, you know, you can drink when you're younger and stuff, but the driving, they take driving very seriously. Like I, I, I could be wrong, but I think you have to be 18 to get your license if you're over there. And okay. They, the, the whole testing process is more like we have it now, and that was 20 some years ago. So did, was there a lot of cabs that people would take yes. then? Yeah. Okay. So we were, yeah, we would, if I drove someplace, we typically take a cab home. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I remember one time parking, going out, drinking, and then being like, yeah, we're taking a cab back to my friend's house. And okay. then the next day, like, where the fuck did we park the car? Uh, okay. And I found, I mean, it wasn't like a you, huge deal. You did but find it. Spoiler. Yeah. A spoiler. I found the car. <laughs> <laughs> it's an all points bulletin out for the car still. Nobody knows where it is. Uh, okay. But yeah, no. So did I, you guys even like dances? Did everyone go? Yeah, everybody went. Okay. Everybody went. And it was, I mean, it was like, they were like dances over here and you had a date and you went and I mean, or you didn't, but I mean, everybody went. I think it's weird because I learned this when I went to Michigan State and met other people from other parts of the state. But at my high school, maybe it was just like specific to my high school, but nobody went to homecoming. It wasn't a thing. The court, I remember, I feel like the court was required to go. Because they had, and so they would go and they'd wear their gowns and tuxes. People that did go did not dress up. It was like a jeans and flannel situation. Our prom was a big deal. That was it. We did not do okay. the homecoming scene. Yeah, no, we did homecoming and prom. Uh, fun fact, I took the, as a friend, the ambassador's daughter to homecoming. Okay. Tell us why that, tell us more, like, why is that fun fact? Well, when you think about it, I mean, the... Put that in perspective for people that well, have I never I mean, gone to school with embassy people. Like, what does that mean? It's the U.S. ambassador to Germany. Okay. His daughters went to school with us. Okay. So, I mean, when you have the whole embassy over there, he's the one that's in charge of, you know, he's the ambassador to Germany. Um, he's Was that a, just a big deal to you or would that be a big deal to everyone? I think that would be a big deal to everybody. I mean, that's like the head of I How mean, many embassy people are over there? Um think hundreds so out of all so the so the the odds of taking an embassy's an embassy (laughs) daughter to school were pretty high then maybe 90 percent of the of the population was going to to i'm sorry screw that up but maybe 90 percent of the school population was had a date that was an embassy child an embassy person's child, a, an ambassador's child. <laughs> no, no, the ambassador. You do understand government from a government perspective. You said U.S. ambassador, but you're, there's all the other countries' ambassadors are there too. Yeah, there that's are, what I'm saying. Yes. Okay. So I didn't so, say U.S. Okay. ambassador. An amb- I said an ambassador's <laughs> child. Like, yes, that's very big that's, deal. That's very possible. <laughs> um, no, they were the the uh, two daughters. Um, they had their house was awesome. It was on the on the river. And they had a tennis court in the backyard. They had a pool and stuff, and uh-huh. obviously all the security and everything. That so, in the part of the community, there was um, one of the apartment buildings was all Marines, and so they were the ones that kind of kept you know. How did you get? In. How did you get her as a date? What happened? We played tennis together, and we had classes together, and so it was. Uh, <laughs> no, we were just friends. So why, why, really, why did yeah, you get picked over somebody else? I think I just asked her. Oh, you asked, you she didn't, had, you asked somebody. I think I asked her. Yeah, she had, so. Um, Are you still in touch with this person? I'm not. I'm okay. not. I'd be curious to know what she's up to. She's incredibly Where was she smart. from in the U.S.? 
I don't know where she was from. She's a girl. They I got away. In, they lived. No. I'm gonna kick her ass. No, she was actually. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm was, not really yeah, gonna kick her ass. That was a funny joke. Was it? Though? Are we laughing? I mean, you're gonna have secret service here soon. <laughs> um, no, she was. So her boyfriend beforehand. I, maybe I shouldn't divulge this, but he yeah, graduated you, the year. He, okay. he graduated before. So anyway, Wait, we were just friends. What, what is? Where was she from? What's where in the U.S.? I don't know. You I don't, know. don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. That's typical. It Never is, thought is, to ask her is. that. Oh, we're both from the U.S. Where are you, not? Where are you from? I probably knew. <laughs> I'm sure I knew at one point in time. I just oh, okay. I don't know. I I don't know. Okay. Um, no, I've I've I mean I haven't spent a ton of time, but I did like look her up because I was curious. Like, because she's what the one that got to? away. No, you're an idiot. <laughs> no, she was a friend. Um, yeah, she was not a friend by choice. Let's be honest here, Jimmy. Yes, she was. <laughs> yes, she was. I think she was a year. I think she was a year younger. If I recall, okay. but um, no, I like no. She was a friend. We played tennis together and stuff. She was good at tennis, and her sister played tennis too. Her my sister was friends with her sister. Did she friend zone you pretty early on then? Uh, move on. Move <laughs> on. This is obnoxious. Yeah, no, not a uh, ice striking chords here. No, that's why. No, that's why I'm no. Like, you're not at all. You're not at all. It's like no, I can have friends that are girls, and you can't. Theoretically, people can. Can you? That's up for debate. Especially when you're, uh, you know what? And there might be some truth to that over here, but when you are with these people in that small community, mm -hmm. yes, absolutely. Why didn't you ask somebody that you were interested in? We don't need to get into that. <gasps> oh, ouch. There's not a story there. It's just, <laughs> I'm just, you know. Come on. I'm trying to be a little Howard Stern here. Maybe Dax Shepard. I don't know. Give us the goods. I, you know what? We want to know about high school gym coming right. of age in Germany. Why didn't you ask the girl that you wanted to ask to prom? Because I think the girl that I probably wanted to ask, everybody probably wanted to ask her, and then she already got asked. Okay, that's so, all you had to say. Yeah. I'm just saying. That's wow. the story of my life. Is <laughs> The look on your face right now, though. Oh, come on. <sighs> we're gonna need to. We're going to need to debrief on this one afterwards, aren't we? No. I, I mean, honestly, it's... There's nothing to it. Um, okay. No, that was. Uh, what did okay? So, so what did you do for your 18th birthday over there? Do you know? Was there any special privileges granted to 18 year olds besides licenses that you already had? Like, I don't know. Maybe you can go to the red light district in Amsterdam. Okay, that <laughs> is that what you did? No, that's not what I did. <laughs> uh, I know. I don't recall any. I mean, you can drink at 16. Actually, you can drink. I think younger than that but typically there's anyway i won't get into the details of that but. okay you know the only difference is when you're 18 you can actually buy hard liquor over there okay so you can buy beer and wine up until you're 18 and then and if you're at a restaurant or bar i'm pretty sure we could get shots and stuff like that but if you wanted to go and actually buy it like a fifth or something okay bottle you couldn't buy it unless you were 18 at like a gas station or whatever liquor store okay so you graduated, you stayed over there all summer, were you there for the entire summer after your graduation? Did yes. you wait to come back here until you started school in the fall? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even remember how soon I came, like how much, how close to school started did I come back here? But yeah, no, when I graduated, um, that was the first time I went Euro railing with two of my friends. Euro? Euro railing. Okay. So you get a pass. We got like a two week train pass and you basically can go... Anywhere within Europe. That was, was Western the Europe. summer before college. Yes. Okay. 
And I thought you did it when I got a break after. College. I did. I did after my freshman year in college. So you too. did it twice. We went with a bigger group. Oh. Yeah, we went with I think six people. Anyway, the first time it was just three of us that went, and we went um, to northern Germany, and then we went to London, and to Ireland, and then we took a ferry back, like an overnight fourteen-hour ferry to France. And then we went through France in Monaco and then came back to, through actually Switzerland and then back to Germany. Okay. And that was probably, I've talked about this before, but like that was, that was incredible. Good. To think about that now, like you know, being the way, 18 and doing all that. Especially the way you like, told that story, I definitely picked up from how from how how incredible that trip must have been. No. So, I mean, seriously, I'm like, I'm my, I'm trying to take my jaw off the floor over here. Doesn't that sound amazing? Yeah, yeah. All I have to do is mention cities, that's places, <laughs> exactly. and you should just be like, wow, that's. Yeah, no, we. Um... Holy shit! It was a rebirth. <laughs> Come on, give us something. So, Why was it good? That's all you're gonna say about it. No, it's just that that complete freedom. We slept on the train. Sometimes we stayed in youth hostels. Like I remember going to London. We stayed in some shady ass youth hostel. Where I think we're the three of us in the room, and I we were gonna go out, and then it was like a bunch of shit going on outside. So we ended up putting like the extra bed against the door to block the door. We're half laughing about it and half serious about it. Like this is scary. Mm -hmm. But to I mean. How I grew up. I think there's some other stories that you're leaving out. Do you just want to leave those out? No. Okay. I don't think I have any stories that I want to leave out mm-hmm. from that. I sure. Yeah. Oh, was that the other Euro, Euro railing trip? Yeah, that we got robbed. Yeah. In Amsterdam. <laughs> that never happened. Okay. I never went to Amsterdam Euro railing. So. As I'm asking, then. Oh yeah. No. There's there's stories that you have shared. I don't know if they oh, were this trip or another trip. No, that was the. A I'm gonna let you share what stories that you want to share. Was a di- I just... That was a different trip, and that okay. was in Budapest. Okay. That was not Amsterdam. Okay. And it was not. Yeah, not. There's okay. no. I'm not going to share that. You're but not it also share that wasn't because you're boring. Because you don't want anybody to know about your real self. I'm boring. Maybe at some point I'll share. Maybe you should it, but take your mask it's not a, You know, it's also, it's it's also a nothing burger story too. So anyway, I know that's why it's not a big deal to share. But right. I get it. But it's a different I get trip. It. You're you're you. It's a different trip. Maybe <laughs> six months into this podcast, subscribe and like, okay. and then uh, you'll get the full story. Just kidding. There's really nothing there. Um, no, but to go, um, just completely. It's the day that you. That's the trip that you spent most of the time in church, right? We went to church. Every yeah, city. every day. We yeah, we stopped and okay. we went to church. Yeah, um, and fed the homeless, right? Yeah, yeah. soup kitchens. Okay, uh, we clean up the streets. Yeah, um, that's the version you th- want people to have of you. But you no. didn't. So, what else can you tell us about that trip? No, I just remember it was like that first taste of freedom and going country to country. So the the mm-hmm. biggest thing. So we went um, to London. I think we were there for a couple nights. Again, I don't remember details. We went to Ireland. We went to Cork and I believe Kilkenny. Cork is where my ancestors are from. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So we stayed there. And again, I mean, we just hung out and drank. 
and hung out and drank. Yeah, you're so good at storytelling. I know. I just have to tell you that, like, we need, we do need to have your friend over to tell his version of backpacking through Europe because we were out with him a couple weeks ago, <laughs> and he's just so intensely excited and painting these pictures of moments that he shared with other people and it makes you excited listening to it and i'm listening to your version such a (laughs) dud we had a couple drinks went to this city and this city (laughs) and this city (laughs) i know i I, again it's so so much that just lives inside of me it's like a feeling it's not i I know but you can share it it. you could share but i don't have the memory for it it bothers me but i don't i don't have this i don't have like i can't draw a but picture you have of what a it was feeling. That's i have a feeling and my feeling is very much like it was incredible it was something that i would love to repeat what is it that is i would it, love to so repeat is it like a romantic feeling or is it like a roller coaster high feeling no i think it was a complete freedom just this feeling of like there is nobody telling us what to do i mean this was 1996 we didn't have cell phones i feel like you're describing the first time i was able to like drive by myself for the first time and go to McDonald's anytime I want. Something tells me that your experience though is a lot more exotic than that. Yeah. Imagine going to, yeah, McDonald's in four or five different countries and being by yourself and not coming home for two weeks. Yeah. So give us something here. (laughs) I can't. Now I feel definitely (laughs) on the spot. And so it's even worse than that. So I remember, okay, so we, and what I'm trying to remember is how we planned our like itinerary and what we were going to do and we were going to stay because I don't feel like we had like this whole thing locked down as with any of this. And you weren't, I don't, I mean, wasn't like we were going online and booking stuff. So I'm trying to, I'm, I honestly don't remember how we planned all this out and how much in advance we planned it versus just doing it. The second year, I know very much it but was But you would like, get online at the hostels, wouldn't you? Like go at AOL.com or... I, that's what I'm, I don't remember. That's what your buddy my, said. My buddy said that, <laughs> yeah. And I'm trying to remember, was that how we did it too? Or... Because I know when we went to... Like when we went to Cork, we stayed at this old lady's bed and breakfast and it was the three of us so that was kind of like weird but you do know. you think that maybe your parents um, organized this trip for you guys and you well, just followed their itinerary I, I don't that's what i'm that's in my head that's where i'm going is did they i don't think so though and i don't want to if they did i don't want to give them that i want this to be oh, my experience okay. maybe they did <laughs> maybe maybe the uh, our three sets of parents got together and like where well, you going here and you're going here <laughs> but i don't think that was the case i really think it was more of a free form did you check in like, with your family like every day um, I'm still alive. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure we checked in. I don't know how often. Okay. I don't recall how often at all. But I, I, I'm obviously there were some kind of check-ins. Mm-hmm. How we did that, I don't know. Um, Maybe email. <clears throat> Could have been. Could have been. I mean, I feel like that's how it was done back had, then. Yeah, dial-up internet and stuff. So I'm yeah. trying to even like think, at the like, hostels, uh, like you could go and yeah. use the computers and email. Yeah. So then we took yeah. So from. London to Ireland, and then we took the ferry back. Like I said, it was an overnight ferry, and I think I, I maybe I didn't talk about that here, but we uh, drank some, drank a bunch of whiskey, Irish mist on the boat on the way back, and just we didn't go to sleep. I don't think that night, and it was like we had this little cabin that was like not a cruise line cabin. I mean, it was you know basically a couple cots in there, which was pretty shitty if I recall. So we just hung out like all night and passed a bottle and drank. And then we went to France and I'm trying to remember where the hell we went in France. But um, 
I just remember for like the next couple of days, like two, three days, just feeling that rocking feeling of being on a boat, mm-hmm. which sucked. Mm-hmm. That's like the worst feeling. Yeah. Getting over that. Yeah. My whole point to that is we went to um, Nice in Monaco, which Nice is on the southern coast of France on the beach and went to Monaco very small, 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 small country. I mean, it's not really a country, but you're doing much better, by the way, with some details. Keep I, going. I mean, these are give pathetic. us more. Give anyway, us more. <laughs> so, there is a casino there, and there's like you walk down the street, and there's the Ferrari dealership, and it's like, I mean, just loaded with red Ferraris. These small little like dealerships. I mean, this is like I think it's Monaco. I think might be the richest, might be the richest country in the world per capita or something. Okay. It's like incredibly like there's nothing there. But standing out in front of there and having like just car after car of these completely exotic, you know, wild cars was was pretty cool. And again, at that point, you don't strike me as a car guy. Yeah, but when you're talking, I mean, you like cars that you rarely see anywhere around here. I mean, these are you know quarter million dollar cars and just eh, that doesn't do much for me. I know. I, it, I I'm not a huge car guy. I'm just, I'm not, it's, I'm not judging it. I'm just saying I can't relate to it. No, what I'm saying is I'm not a huge car guy, but like when you get to like that level of something that's just unique and there's something about that that's refined. We, we watch, you know, with Jerry Seinfeld, like the yeah. old Porsches and mm-hmm. stuff like that. There's just something about that, that those classic or the old Ferraris and mm-hmm. stuff. There's just, that's like a different level. Okay. It's. Yeah. Anyway, I pre- I appreciate that. Well, what I appreciate but, about that show is that he he tries to correlate a personality of a right. car with the personality of his guests. So yes, I don't get into that part of it. But that I see what you're saying. So okay, so take the take the American going, muscle though. car. Of like keep oh, going, yeah, keep going, and, uh, keep going. So when we went to Interlaken in Switzerland, that is my biggest memory. There's a youth hostel there, which. I mean, people go from all over the world and stay at that youth hostel. And there's, you know, a thing with activities. There's a little kitchen. Activities. There's so much room for activities. There's so much room for activities. No, so activities. activities. So we went, and I'm going to screw this up, whether it's, I believe it's paragliding, um, which is where you hook up with an instructor with a parachute and you run off the side of a mountain and then you. Of course you did that. Yes. And would I do that now? Most likely. You still do that shit. What are you talking that's, about? Come, this is how I know how dull you are inside. You have to do things like this to give you some feel some life. No, that. <laughs> what do you do? Nothing. Exactly, because I, 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 I told you I have enough going on inside. I don't. Ha- I'm not going to. Are you kidding me? Experience the world. No, I don't experience. I, I'm not going to do things that w- that defy life. Like yeah, I those things are incongruent with life. I don't think I would do that now. I okay. mean, honestly. I don't think I would do Maybe when I'm 80. Well, you what? I've you've, told you this You've before. done the bungee crap at Michigan Adventure with your kids. That's, like, it's different. It's the same thing. Okay. That is not the same thing. I'm going to tell you that right now. However. Okay. okay. You, the cord could break and you could die for nothing just to say you did something. <laughs> anyway. Um, a little man. We did that. We rented mountain bikes there and, you know, biked up through the mountains. Not anything crazy, but, um, and then... I'm trying to re- I'm trying to recall this experience, but I'm pretty sure we did. They have a thing where they bus you up the mountain. You've got a helmet on, and you've got um, some I don't remember like water shoes, or whatever wetsuit stuff, and you basically go down the waterfalls in the mountain, and you like jump in from one point to the next, or you slide down, 
And again, my memory is so foggy on that, but just those activities, like, this was like so far fetched for me. But that's the, those were your favorite. That's this was your favorite place. It's something that is like that experience that I will, I think maybe which sticks out so much to me because I could go back to any of those places and stay in a nicer place and have a different experience and we could do all of that. For me, I don't, at this age, I wouldn't go back and do that stuff. Like there's no, why? there's no chance because of that. Because you already have done it? Because you're already, stuck with well, me? Because why? No, I just think that I'm at an age where I, I'm not that gutsy. Like to do gutsy? that. Like, do you think you were just trying to prove your manhood back then? Was a masculinity no. thing? No, I don't think so. I we, don't think so. Okay. All right. I just brought that up because we've been talking about, because there was a good episode yeah. on Armchair Expert yesterday about masculinity and patriarchy, et cetera, et cetera. It's yeah. a good one. If Gal- anyone, anyone should listen to it. I don't remember the guy's first name, but Galloway from uh-huh. NYU in the marketing. Uh, he's a marketing professor. Yeah. I thought it was a fantastic episode. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I don't know that you got I didn't completely much. finish it yet. So. Okay. Anyway, um, Again, I go back to what my experience was growing mm-hmm. up and everything, and I think for me that that was all about freedom. It wasn't about mm-hmm. masculinity in that sense. That mm-hmm. didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Maybe it mattered, and I'm not thinking about it in the same context, but at the same time, it was more about just I have I, – I just graduated, and, and like there's nothing holding me back to do whatever mm-hmm. it is that – I think that's a big theme for you. It is. Yeah. Like you're wired that way. Mm-hmm. Something about freedom. Uh, you think? <laughs> Nobody's treading on you, Jim. Yeah. Nobody's well, ever been treading okay, on so you. Okay, so I was just going to say, it's fu- <laughs> it's funny. You make that joke about that, but at the same time, like, yeah, I also don't feel like anybody's treading on me in that way. It's a different, it's a, I would. And I'm not going to go. That's too deep for me right now, but. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, give, I'll give you that. That's a that's a totally different experience. What, what you're talking about, I guess, in the in the. It's the same thing. The current context, I, I don't know. I mm, I can't relate to that. It's relatable. It probably is. I'm just saying I can't relate to feeling that based on certain whatever. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Well, consider that it's the same thing. Listen, maybe. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, listen to, <laughs> maybe listen to the Armchair Expert episode and then make up your own mind on masculinity in oh, today's world. Yeah. And, well, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about okay. your whole thing about freedom. Like there's oh. a, like a freedom thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway. Yeah. So, again, I I don't have the freedom thing necessarily. I mean, I everyone does, but that's not my main thing. Mm-hmm. One of my main things. Um, what was I going to say though about that? Oh, so you mentioned like going back as an adult. What would you do there differently? For interlocking specifically, maybe. I hear, well, the issue I have now. If I were to go back to Interlock, and like I said, that youth hostel there, it was a, it's a major hub for, you know, college students, uh-huh. you know, okay. whatever to come okay. to have the to do whatever they want to do. Basically, uh-huh. it's a major hub for that. To so, come of age. To come of age. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I guess to do that. For me, at this point, to go like there, if we don't we, really have that here. No, oh, and it's it's unbelievable. It sounds it's like beautiful. that's just like it's an institution like, there, like. There's this thing where everybody sort of backpacks or Euro rails as they come of age in Europe. Like we don't have really a thing here where Correct. there is. I don't think there's do any that. equivalent mm-hmm. at all. And that truly that experience. Yeah, it's like and their mass transit is so fantastic. And the youth hostels they have mm-hmm. are all over the place and they're mm-hmm. cheap and they're, 
you know, there's set rules within the youth hostels on what you can do and what you mm-hmm. can't do. I mean, mm-hmm. everything is laid out in a certain way that you can do that. And I think for the most part, you should invent it here, Jim. You should invent it oh. with all your expertise and passion for infra- infrastructure oh, okay. and. Yeah. Um, get that high-speed rail going around yeah. the, the U.S. Yeah, just get some investors. So as an adult, though, what would you do there differently? You just said, well, they had a, you, you're not, you didn't answer my question. Like, if you no, what I was, back what there, I how was, would your trip be different? What I was trying to say is, as an adult, like going to a place like Interlochen, which is a beautiful city, um, I wouldn't do those activities, and our kids are at that age, some of them, where they would be able to do those activities. But what would you do? I would I would want to hike. You would stay in a posh hotel. I would stay in a posh hotel. <laughs> I would you're want, a s- hotel snob. I would want to hike. I'd probably, you know, maybe want to bike. If there was something more tame in activity, um, you know, I would do more tame activities. And that's my point with the, mm-hmm. our kids being like, well, they would want to do... No, I'm not... <laughs> which is... Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't want you doing that stuff. Right. You know what I mean? So... Right. You, when you say that, you really even you, yeah, that's pretty huge. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. I mean, that's tough. Okay, I think that I think that was, uh, I think that was one of the benefits. Really, I mean, in our age too. Like I said, that was right before cell phones, you know, took off, or, mm-hmm, or you know, mm-hmm. there was there, we didn't have cell phones, so mm-hmm. it wasn't like. There's that constant communication, you know, you know everything that's going on, so... I know, I know. You know, it's a different world. It is a different world. It is a different world. And, I mean, people tolerated it because they had to because there was no other option, right? But, like, when you once you get it, like, you would just, you become accustomed to it. And, I mean, and really, like, I mean, I was almost kidnapped when I was a kid. I know. And you don't, so like that was that's a big deal. They like, didn't know any different because there was no other like, oh, there's this reality and this reality. Exactly. So it's exactly. just well, this is what norm this is how it yeah, works. But there's a reason why maybe we're a little more, you know, hovering now too. Like, you right. know, I mean, that was like a big deal, like when that happened to us and I'm just I mean, yeah, so Do you want to talk about that more? Well, I don't I guess I should say it just clarify what how much time is left though? Why are we Oh, we're at hour seventeen. Okay, well, wow. just really quickly. Then I, we, we, yeah, when we, when I was in kindergarten, my parents, latchkey kids, and um, my brothers were like fifth and fourth grade. We, we might have talked about this, but if we did, whatever. We did not. Okay. Okay. Um, it came up again recently. That's why I was just thinking about it fresh okay. in my mind. You and I talked about it privately, but so I'll just, I'm not going to get the details of it, but somebody called my, it was, I was at home alone with my brothers in the morning before they would go to school. They were in fourth and fifth grade. I was in kindergarten. They would drop me off at a neighbor's house on their way to school because it was half day kindergarten. And I didn't go in until later. Um, but a man called our house and um, pretended to be, I don't, he, he, my, one of my, the fourth grade brother answered the phone and was as, asking all sorts of things about whether or not I've had a physical yet. And he was asking about me specifically. And he was instructing my brother to get all these things from the house. Who knows what he wanted my brother to do with them, but let's just, you know. Nobody. Very, very <laughs> I creepy. Mean, yeah, it's, it's just I mean, disgusting. So, and it was to the point where the guy was like, well, you and your brother go to school and I'll come over and pick up your sister. Um, he was about just about to give the man our address because I don't know how, we still don't know how, 
this who this person is or anything. But my other brother was fine because I remember like walking around the house trying to grab these different things that my brother is telling us we have to grab. And then finally, my oldest brother is like, "Who the hell is he talking to?" And I was like, "I don't know. Like maybe it's a teacher at school. Like I would no, no." And then finally, my oldest brother grabs the phone and he's like, "Who is this?" And the guy was like, "Oh, and who is this?" And my brother slammed down the phone. He just intuitively knew like this is a bad situation. Called my dad. My dad's like, "Go to the neighbors." I was in kindergarten. I these are the things that I remember. I know the police were called. I know the police visited, visited my brothers at school. I know the next day when I went to school, our kindergarten teacher had a long talk with our whole classroom about stranger danger and people calling your house. And I raised my hand and I said, that happened to me. And she was like, yep, I know. And so in hindsight, like putting these mm. things together. But yeah, I mean, it's a scary world out there. So you know what? I'm going to utilize the resources that I have to keep track of my kids. <laughs> yeah. When you, you know, it's, 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 yeah. it's done with balance, but. It is. And it's hard to find that balance. Mm-hmm. But like I said, the things that, and I felt like I was as a kid stifled in what I could do. I felt this way, whether it's true or not, mm-hmm. doesn't matter, but that's the way I felt. And then I got that freedom over in Europe where things were very different. And I mean, I, I do look back on that and I'm like, I don't know how the hell my parents did that. And I give them credit because I always felt like their thumb was on me. And there were certain things like, you know, expectations they might have had on me. or they're, they're, Those existed for sure and carried over. But I'm like, my recollection is I had a lot of freedom over there. And mm-hmm. that had to be really mm-hmm. hard for them because... I know how they are even to this day. So it's, you know. Yeah, well, you you have the ability to have a lot of freedom over there because you do have access to mass transit and you're not reliant upon, it's just a different culture. You're not relying on parents to get you around places. Yeah. Yeah, and there there are trade-offs for that. I do know that um, we could go to the bar. So, you know, we went out for New Year's um, Eve. I don't remember if it was the year after I graduated or was my senior year i i time wise might have been my senior year maybe it was the when i when i came back but we went to a club and we were at a new year's party and you know we're with our friends and these girls that are our friends Mm -hmm. and these other guys come in and they're like we want to dance with these girls and Mm -hmm. the girls didn't want to dance with them and we're like no you're not going to do that and we ended up not me but we got in a fight Oh, this is... No, it was bad. Wow. And, and so they like were like, get out of here. They cleared all of the group. Who said get out of here? They Like the club bouncers. Okay, yeah. So they kicked... It was some downstairs club. They kicked everybody out. And the guys that started it, um, they beat the shit out of one of my friends. Mm. Like wow. he was in the hospital. I mean, wow. to the point where he was on the ground. And... You know, of course, everybody was drinking and stuff, and you're trying to sit there and like inter- get them to stop. And I mean, but they're adults, mm-hmm. you know, and they're twenty. I mean, we're kids still at that point. Mm-hmm. So, and the police got involved in that and trying to identify. We had to look at, you know, do you was wow. it this person? Was it this person? Was it this yeah. person? I mean, it was a whole big thing. But I mean, there there are trade offs to that freedom and that lifestyle. And, and again, I mean, that's. Not a common situation, obviously, but it's like when you're at that age, you're not you're not at the same level of what you're going in with. 
there is a difference between an 18 year old and a 21 or 25 year old. I mean, yes, yes, absolutely. Especially as more time goes on, 18's the new 15. (laughs) In a lot of ways, it is. I know. And I don't want to be like back in my day, but there's a difference. Yeah. Was that enough of a story for you today? No, it's not. It was enough for you. That's the question. (laughs) Was it enough for you? It was. Okay. It was. I I feel feel like some of your, if nothing else too, some of your memories have been jogged now. Like things came up that you had forgotten about maybe. Like camping on the Rhine. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Okay. And I've, I've been very clear about, well, with you, I have, um, and I think I was the last episode I talked about this and like there's been so many things in my memory that have been jogged about my past and even though Uh my memory is still so hazy and you're like there's no story there the it's it almost feels you know that part of that is just like our shtick right like I know. Okay. Oh, of course. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Let me be clear on that. That is that is something that you have like this incredible memory. I don't. It's no, all but relative. like our banter and like that is sort of. Well, I know it's our shtick. Yeah. 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 Okay. 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 You're, you're just putting it out into the. Yeah. Yes, but I'm also like making because you're. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Now I lost what I was going to say, but oh yeah, no, it's my brain is a bit of a fog when it comes to. I, the things I remember, the dumbest things. I have a great memory. I don't anymore. I used to have a great memory when it came to the dumbest, dumbest, dumbest things. Movie lines. I could remember product codes for like Microsoft Office. Like I could type in a, you know, mm-hmm. things like that that have, you know, oh, at work, this incident happened on this date. This person was involved. This, and you know, it's like, oh, I think that the detail of that stuff. And somebody's like, how the hell do you remember that? But I can't remember big life changing events in my Mm-hmm. childhood and adolescent mm-hmm. and, 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 and you know into adulthood which is really i know well and the, some of the times too where i'm like when i have a memory of something i'm put back in that place and i i'm picturing what what the scenery is and i feel like i've asked you before like you know you have a picture of what's going on in your mind so give me like go from there and you're like i don't have a picture in do, my do you mind know what it is and i'm like what that doesn't make any sense do to you know me. what do you want to know what i feel like my picture is hmm. of most things that we talk about Mm -hmm. standing on a mountaintop in the clouds and looking out and being like i'm on a mountaintop this is like this 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 feeling is well that's trivia because that's like your at your ai avatar was is like that in almost every picture (laughs) on a mountaintop gazing outward but i'm gazing outward but i can't (laughs) but it's you know maybe it's cloud covered or fog covered so i know where i'm at so you're is not this beautiful place but i'm not in it that is so interesting i believe you i wouldn't have maybe believed you 10 years ago because i i thought all brains work the same but i'm learning that you're not the only one that says this so it's just so interesting yeah. to me it's like i'm at this place i feel really good in this place i like it it but i also can't see so when you're trying to recall really, a situation yeah. you're above it you're not in it yeah when i Yes. When I say above it, it doesn't, when I say a mountaintop, I just, I'm trying to picture a place where you would be where it's like, it's, it's not unclear, but at the same time, you've got something obstructing your vision. So it's not that I'm a, maybe it's not Mm -hmm. above it, but Mm -hmm. I just, everything's cloudy around that. Yeah. So it's that energy, it's a feeling about it, but it's not an exact, like I'm back in that situation and I can like, but then again, you can sit here and and I want to end this episode, but like, even the stories you were telling just now, like you were describing the school, like there was a modular building here and I believe there was a modular, <laughs> and then even talking about spending the night at your friends, I didn't even bring this up at the time, but you're like, 
He had two bunks on the, and you're giving me the details of the layout of like Mm -hmm. the sleeping quarters, but you're not telling me about the details of the relationship. Right. Or the, we used the to communication. Play Mario Kart. Does that help? We used like... to play Mario Kart. He had Nintendo 64, I think it was so at the time. So we used you, to play when Mario you, Kart over when there. When you have a vision of yeah. going to his house, you are you are in it then because you can you can yeah. place objects. My other friend's house, who was my probably my closest friend, when I stayed at his house, we'd usually stay in the basement. And I remember being over there and watching, what is it, the movie called Transylvania 65000 with Michael Richards from right. Seinfeld was in that All movie. Right. and. These are the things that, that's my point. I can remember such a stupid detail know, that has nothing know, to do with. I know, because I'm going like, to go off on another tangent here. And the kitchen listeners, was over here, but I can't the remember anything else about The listeners are going to want to hold on for this one, too, because <laughs> you can predict the outcome of every single movie. And that's where I also get, I'll, sometimes I, it was tricky and confusing to me at first. I'm like, wait a minute. You have such a hard time making sense of memories or emotional stories, but you know the plot line of every movie. And you said to me, there's like five to choose from total. So at some point in your life, though, you've narrowed that down and you've placed your use. And Nick's the same way. he He can do the same thing. Nathan doesn't do that, but you and Nick do that. And so it's like so interesting to me that you guys can see those patterns and that way so brilliantly. And then there's other things that you guys are not cued into. I know. Again, just brain wiring. It's the brain is right. a fascinating thing. Thank you. And accept that. Just, just, <laughs> just accept it, please. Okay. Because I will never have the wiring your brain has. Although I'm getting, um, and I'll never have yours. Accept right. it. Accept you. I do. <laughs> Could you take your own advice? But we're getting better at understanding that. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, good story. Was that? Was That's it? Though? Was it? Yeah. We're, did, did, yeah. Are you satisfied? I think it was really important to get this documented for your legacy. Yeah. And, you know, they're going to enjoy it, I think. So there's more that you want to add to it later. You can do that. Yeah. We'll see. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. All, All right. right. Well, I love you. Love you too. Mm-hmm.